Alright, so this week we have the Sugya of Korach, and as we know, as is most famous, we've got the Machloikas uh, of Korach, Moshe Rabbeinu, Korach challenging Moshe Rabbeinu's authority and his nevuah. And as we know, Korach came with 250 men, and eventually they were met with a very, very sad ending of uh, the Rabbanishim changing the Shinoi Oilam. And the ground swallowed them up, and all of them died. All of them died. Now, there's a very interesting idea, and a very, very powerful idea, that we find from what went on actually afterwards. Not during the time, but actually afterwards. They challenged Aaron Akain, right? Let's remember what it was all about, right? They didn't really want Moshe Rabbeinu's job. They wanted Aaron Akain's job. Aaron Akain, who, who told you? Who said that you're in that position, Mechatesa? Why is there only one Kain Gadol? We all want to be the Kain Gadol. We all want to get close to the Rabbani Shalom. Incredible that the Rishalmi says that this man of Mashiach, this man in the Olim Abba, there will, the, the halacha will be like Korach. Because at the end of the day, there was something to what he was saying. He wanted to get closer to the Rabbani Shalom. But Al-Kapolim, they challenged Aaron Akain. So what happens? Let's, let's talk a little bit, let's go inside the Chumash to see exactly what happened, and then we'll try to follow a very, very interesting idea. Moshe Rabbeinu turns around and says, you know what, no problem, you want to challenge me, you want to, you want to try to equal me, you want to go take Aaron Akoyan's job, no problem. Do me a favor. Every single one of you should bring a copper pan, and you should put coals in that pan. And then what we're going to do is tomorrow... We're going to offer up the coals as incense as the k'toyas. Basically, he was instructing each and every one of them to do the avoider of the kain gadol. Do the avoider. You want to be the kain gadol? Off you go. Bavakasha. Do the avoider of the kain gadol. But I'm warning you. Very important warning. There can only be one kain gadol. There can only be one. So this is a risk to your life. Because you're all going to go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, you're all going to bring the Ketoris, somebody's going to die. There can only be one person remaining. So, at your risk, after you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It didn't work. We know what happens. They, they, they all died. We come to Perik Zain. Okay, and, and again, this is like, our, everyone's concentrating on the Machoikes, and everyone's concentrating on what happened, and, and, and it's all beautiful, and previously, as we've also concentrated on that, and we have to go back to that. But now I actually want to concentrate on what happened afterwards, because I really believe there is an incredible lesson, incredible lesson, beautiful lesson. Perikid Zayn. Let's look at it, let's read some of the Psukim, just to give us an appreciation of what's going on. Often this is not like one of the main parts of the Sedra. Like the main parts are just before the exciting parts, and then it gets to there, it's like, alright, whatever, this is what happens, and we'll just go through it, right? This is incredibly exciting. Listen carefully, or read it inside. By Daba Shemu Moshalema. Emor el Eloza ben Aaron HaKoyin. Vayorim es hamachtois mibena sreifa. Basically, Moshe Rabbeinu is instructing them, take the copper pans, of which there were 250 of these copper pans that were basically lying around as a result of a failed experiment, and what what does he say? 
ציפוי למזבח, כי הקריבום לפני השם, ויקדושו ויהיו לאויס לבני ישראל. So the Porsche Pshat is, we want to remind Kalal Yisrael about this terrible event. We want to remind Kalal Yisrael, don't ever argue, don't ever dispute the leader of Kalal Yisrael, don't mess. So we're going to take them, and we're going to take them, there's 250 of these basically copper pans that were lying around after the whole burning, after the whole situation, melt them down, and make them into a beautiful covering for the copper Mizbeach. And again, Poshat Pshat is, and as Rashi says, Rashi points it out, is just simply as an ice, as a remembrance, as a sign. Think for a moment. Just, just think for a moment what, what you just read. We're taking something which was so possible, which was so trafe, which was so disgusting. Here they, th- these are the very items that they used to be Chaylik on Moshe Rabbeinu, the biggest Novi in Klal Yisrael ever to walk planet Earth. And we're going to take the same items. They were killed. It was an Aveira what they did. They challenged Moshe Rabbeinu. They challenged Aaron. Mila Shomayim, it was clear who was right. The earth opened up and in they went. We know who was right. And yet, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them, is telling the Kahanim, take the left, take those, pa- those pens, those ones on the floor right now, which were used in that terrible, terrible experiment which failed for sin, for Ranavera, use them to cover the Mishkan. What's the Pshat? Why would we do that? So again, Balabatish, Poshu Pshat, it's a simon, it's a sign, but on the Mizbeach, that, that's what we're using for the Mizbeach, something which is totally treif. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. I want to tell you, the Sorach of a Rebbe, okay, in- incredible, incredible, incredible idea, Rabbi say. The Sorach of a Rebbe explains what's Pshat, and he says like this, he says there are very many different types of metals that were used in the Mishkan. We know that there was Zohar, there was gold, there was Kesef, silver, there was the Choshesh, there was copper, all sorts of materials that they used for the building of the Mishkan, for everything that was inside it. As we know, Chazal tell us, that every metal represents a different midah, a different character trait. For example, the Gemara tells us that copper represents strength of character. Copper represents ambition. You know, ability, achieving, that's copper. Let's go back for a moment. The people that challenged Moshe Rabbeinu, right, were people that were driven. They were driven. They wanted to grow. They also wanted the same opportunity that Aaron Akoyan had. They wanted to accomplish just like Aaron Akoyan did. That was their request. Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them, ambition is great. It's very good to have ambition in life. But it's misplaced. Moshe says, I also wanted to be kind Godel. But that's not my tachlis. It's healthy to want more. It's healthy to to be ambitious. Right? To have strength of character. To want to grow. But it doesn't always mean you can get it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, send the message to Klal Yisrael. Take these copper pans. They're not totally evil. Why they're not totally evil? 
Because copper at the end of the day represents ambition. And ambition is a vital part of ourselves if we're going to be able to grow. But their ambition was wrong. Because their ambition lacked pure understanding that you can't always achieve that which you want to achieve. You have to understand your place. The Mizbeach, as we know, was made of earth. It's true humility. Put those copper pans, those copper pans that were made and used from a wrongly placed ambitious idea and melt them down, put them on the Mizbech to show Klal Yisrael, to show all future generations that we all have to have ambitions. We all have to grow. But we have to know our place. We have to know the right way to do it. And it's an incredible let of the, a lesson of the Sochachov Rebbe that we all have tremendous milus. Every single person is born with the most incredible, incredible everything. Ambitions, strengths, and also weaknesses. But we have to know how to place them. You know, we're living in times where it's still difficult. It's still difficult where most of us are still in our homes, we're not in our regular, you know, schedule, we're not in our regular workplaces, yeshivas, koilos, whatever it may be. It's difficult. It's difficult. But a person has to realize, and I've told this to a number of people recently, there are two ways of looking at what's going on and how we can gain from it. Either is... It's terrible, I can't manage, I can't cope, but it's okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel, we'll get there. Which means that right now, I'm not doing anything because I'm I'm just waiting for it to be over. Or what you could do, is appreciate the time that you have now. Yes, it might not be so easy. Yes, it might not be what you prefer, what you would want. But it's there. You can always accomplish in every moment. And forget, you can actually accomplish sometimes even more. Sometimes where things are difficult, where things are hard, you can actually accomplish more because it's harder. When you overcome those challenges, when you take the ambition, oh, I want to steig, I want to grow, I want to do this, I want to do that, that's beautiful. And you need to grow. And we all need to grow. And it's important to have those ambitions. But right now, we cannot we simply cannot because the Rabbi Nishlam is not allowing it. You know, if you have a bad day, it almost seems that everything's going bad. But you know what you have to do? If you ignore it, it's almost guaranteed that the next day won't be any better. But if you take the lesson of today, and you take the message, you absorb the message, and you act upon it, and you resolve that tomorrow won't be like today, then you only had made the next day good you've also achieved that today was a good day because it was a counted day. And that's such an important thing, especially in the times that we're living in, especially of all... I've spoken to so many people in so many different situations and scenarios and everyone has it difficult and everyone's going through a different you know, challenge in their personal way. But like I said, to many of those people, when the Rabboni Shalom decided on exactly what's going on in the world, he had you guys in mind. Every single one of you. You were in his thought process... What are we going to do? Is this good for Shmuley? Yes, it's good for Shmuley. In other words, we can all accomplish. And that's the message of the Sochot Shavu Rebbe that applies our entire lifetime. We have, all have ambition. We all have strength of character. We all have that copper. Don't use it the wrong way. Take it and use it for the good. Even if now we're in a situation where it's difficult and it's hard and it's really challenging and people are going through tremendous challenges. But just to realize 
that this is exactly how the Rabbi Nishlonim wanted it. This is what Hashem wanted from us. Right now, at this minute, today, is exactly what Hashem wants from us. What are we going to do with challenging of today? What are we going to do with ambition of today? Use it for the day. Use it for what you have. Use it in every situation. And that, I think, is the message, which is a really powerful and tremendous message that we have from this week's parish. And Be'ez HaShem, we should be zoicha to use the message, absorb the message, and Be'ez HaShem, live the message.